I remember struggling with getting sober. A part of me wanted to stop, and another part couldn't imagine life without alcohol. And now, as a sober mom, a current struggle is constant anxiety. Internal conflict of different parts having different emotions. I want to be optimistic and have confidence around what I'm doing. But a part of me constantly feels not good enough. A part of me is optimistic and confident and is at conflict with the part that doesn't feel good enough, smart enough, fill in the blank, and then add enough. A part of me wants to play, another part is reserved and holds back. I know your struggles with imposter syndrome, with feeling not good enough, with wishing you could play more, wishing you had more joy, wishing that you could have more fun, but I also know that you struggle and hold back just like I do. And today, we're going to talk about why. Tears roll down your face. Reaching for something, someone to embrace. To numb pain. Welcome to Sobriety Checkpoint. Do you wish that critical inner voice would quiet down so you can feel peace? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling things like how to overcome imposter syndrome or why is my heart racing? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel resentful and irritable when you put everyone else's needs first and leave no time for yourself again? Hey, I'm Felicia. I'm a 12-step returned therapist and I too have battled that critical inner voice and nonstop mom guilt. All I wanted was peace and just a little bit of time to myself. I tried to strive and achieve to find happiness, but that only left me with more anxiety. I finally realized I needed to discover my true identity to find the peace I was striving to attain. In this podcast, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships to experience the peace you've been craving. It's time for that desperately sought-after solo target run. Grab your keys and let's go for a drive. There's no judgment or breathalyzer at this sobriety checkpoint. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. I'm excited to read this week's review of the week. This is from Lene Asiel, and it's titled Timely and Relevant. This is exactly what the conversation needs to be. We have come so far, but we were not quite there yet. Felicia is walking us to the horizon, where we can become our true selves and show up in our authentic identities. These are brave conversations that allow us the space to process, identify our part, and create lasting change. I believe this is a blueprint for moving into the transformation that our hearts are longing for, both as individuals and a collective community. I am eagerly listening and awaiting each new podcast. Um, thank you so much for the kind words, Lene. I hope that this podcast is something that will guide people to become their true selves and to show up as their authentic identities. And I wanted to read this particular review because authenticity or authentic identities or true selves is going to be part of the conversation today. So before we get into the podcast, there was a few things that I wanted to talk about 
The first one is my free Facebook group. I'm really excited to have launched this brand new community. I hope that you'll come on over and join. I'm really looking forward to meeting those of you who are listening to this podcast. I'm really looking forward to building a community there. In this community, you're going to find solutions to navigating mental health, spirituality, and relationships so that you can start to experience the peace that you've been craving. To find this community, head over to Facebook and search for Emotional Sobriety for Sober Moms. You can also put in your search bar bit.ly slash sobriety checkpoint community. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash sobriety checkpoint community. That info is going to be in the show notes. So go ahead and take a look at the show notes to find that link. I'm also really encouraging you to sign up for my insider list. You can do that by clicking on the link in the show notes as well. By becoming an insider, you're going to get weekly emails or bi-weekly emails with the latest podcast episode. That way you can make sure that you don't miss an episode and you'll get notified as soon as it's released. You're going to get tips on self-care, tips on making time for yourself, and early bird access to special offers. One of the things that's going to be happening in the near future is I'm going to be offering coaching and eventually courses as well. The courses are going to be a little ways down the road, but I do want to offer coaching sooner than later. So if you sign up for that insider list, you will get access to my coaching through there. So yeah, go ahead and sign up and I look forward to connecting with you in my Facebook group and via email and hopefully even coaching at some point. To find out more about what the coaching is all about is the reason for this episode today. We're going to be talking about a topic that I'm super, super passionate about. And this topic is something that has helped me dive deeper into my recovery in the past year or so. Without further ado, let's get into it. I have had plenty of times where I have felt like a complete crazy person. And I bet you have too. And by this, I mean that I have had such struggles and internal conflict when I have been faced with situations where inside it just feels there is a ridiculous internal conflict. There is maybe a part of me that wants to move forward on something and another part of me that is holding back out of fear for whatever reason. There has been times where I have wanted to do something that I thought was fun. A part of me thought that it was fun and then another part just holds back out of fear of maybe being made fun of. I wasn't planning on sharing the story but it's interesting as I started talking this came to the surface for me. This is actually something that's taking me back to middle school. I remember going to school dances and I remember being completely humiliated and made fun of by a friend of mine. I don't remember the context. I don't remember what she said. I really don't remember anything 
about it except for feeling very embarrassed. I remember being really embarrassed and pretty much from that point on, this part that felt embarrassed started to be protected by another part of me that sort of jumped in and took on this role of no dance. Um, And now, so many years later, dancing is really something that is still, that I'm still pretty reserved on. But luckily I have a four-year-old and an almost two-year-old and we can have dance parties and I don't have to feel embarrassed. It's the absolute best and it has been ridiculously healing for me to be able to have these living room dance parties. I don't know if it is healing enough to allow me to go and go out into public and dance. I haven't tested that out yet, but where I'm getting at with this is this illustration that there was this feeling of embarrassment that ended up being protected by a part of me that basically has not allowed me to get out of my shell when it comes to that, when it comes to, when it comes to dancing. We all have different parts of us. In the past, in early recovery, there were parts of me that I did not like, that I wish I could banish, that I wish would just disappear, would go away forever. And through time, probably more so in the past year or so, since I've been getting into what I'm about to share with you, is that I've realized that healing doesn't mean getting rid of these parts. Healing doesn't mean that some of these behaviors are going to go away 100%. But healing is about getting to know these more vulnerable parts of me and starting a relationship with these parts in order for those parts to start to be seen, for these parts to start to be heard in order to heal. We all have parts, like I said, and we all also have an authentic self. We have this core self, this core authenticity, this core identity And at our core, we are full of curiosity and compassion. That core is full of love and confidence and calmness, peace, full of a feeling of being grounded. And throughout time, that authentic identity is not what we live from. What we live from oftentimes is different parts. And sometimes a part might take on a quality of our authentic identity and might make it confusing about, okay, is this true compassion or is this codependence? So when we are living from authenticity. There is just a pure compassion. And when we are trying to do compassion from a part, it's not going to maybe turn out so clean. (laughs) There might be more 
conflict, a little bit more chaos around it, maybe some hurt feelings or some fear. And learning about parts has been super, super exciting for me. It has taught me that there are parts of myself that are younger. There's these inner child parts that want to come out and play. They want to have fun. They want to do things. I have parts that when I listen to them and I respond to them, they might just want to go walk in the grass barefoot, feel nature. A lot of times I have these younger parts of me that want to just play. And I'm so grateful for my children because there are times where these younger parts of me, they get to play because I've got these two little kids that also want to play. I'm not always great at allowing my inner child part to to do what it wants, but I'm working on it. I've talked a lot about progress, not perfection in this podcast. I've talked about just the fact that this is a huge process. I think this is a lifetime process of getting to know myself, getting to know the different parts of me. How can all of this be applied to you? I just wanted to maybe provide a couple more teaching points, a little bit more information about what parts work really is. What I wanted to teach you about a little bit more is just giving you a little bit more background, a little bit more information about this concept of parts. So parts are a gift that we're all born with. We don't get parts because we've been traumatized. And like I mentioned, they're not something that we should want to get rid of. Getting this desire to get rid of a part is like wanting to cut off a limb. Um, and we don't want to do that. So instead of doing what they were designed to do, right, are all of our different parts, we're born with them, they have a design, they were designed to do certain things, they end up taking on different roles. And when they do that, they start to have burdens, they start to just hold this weight, and they also become protectors. They start to protect other parts that are more vulnerable, that get pushed down. And if we were to work together, one of the things about this process is that our protectors are beautiful. They are beautiful. They have done an amazing job through our life. Even when they might have some behaviors that maybe create some chaos in our life, they're doing the best they can. They're doing what they know. And the process isn't about trying to make them change. It's about getting to know them and finding out why. Why do you do this behavior? Why does this part act this certain way? What is the good that this part thinks that it's trying to do? What does it think that it's trying to accomplish for you, for your other parts, for the parts that it's protecting? Um, and through that process, these parts, they start to be seen. We can start to love these parts as though they're our children. And when it comes to our kids, it doesn't matter the behavior that they have. We love them. 
So we want to take a look at our parts as though they're maybe children inside of us. Some of them might be older, you know, that's part of the process too. You get to know how old the parts are. And in the same way that, like I said, no matter what our children do, there's this unconditional love. And part of this process is getting to know our protectors and starting to provide unconditional love to them so that they can start to heal. And we can provide unconditional love in the same way that we love our children. It doesn't mean that we're excusing the behavior. I know sometimes there's this fear to love a part of us that does behavior that we don't like. But it's through love that this part can start to heal. It can start to be understood and it can start to become free from the burdens that it's carrying. The goal of getting to know our parts is to help them just release the things that they're carrying, to let go of the things that they're carrying so that the different parts also can start to get along, right? Sometimes there's this feeling of internal conflict um, and sometimes that's because there's two parts that are just fighting inside. Whatever comes up is welcome. And that's one of the other things that's really beautiful about this process is learning learning the parts. They'll come to the surface when they want to. And no matter what is going on with that part, every single part is welcome. I've had some really cool situations with my counselor where a part will come to the surface that I didn't even know existed. I'll just laugh because I'm like, what the heck? What is this part? Um, I actually had a situation where we were coming towards the end of, of the session and my counselor wanted to go over an extra 10 minutes or something like that. And all of a sudden, I just had this smile on my face because in this process, I had the freedom to tell her, no, like I need to be done at five. And usually there is a part of me that wants to hold back because I want to be nice to the other person, right? This person's offering me her time and I just want to say, okay, that's fine. Let's let's go ahead and go over. But when I do that, I'm not honoring this part of me that's actually a timekeeper. And this timekeeper knew that five o'clock, it was time to be done. It was time to get to my family. It was time to have dinner. And what usually happens is there's this anger that kind of comes up in me when I don't listen to that part and this, and I allow this other part to be like, okay, let's go over. And the motivator for that is because I don't want the other person to feel bad for me saying, no, I can't, no, I don't have time. I started to smile when she asked because I was like, whoa, you know, this woman has provided this amazingly safe space and that has given me permission that whatever comes up, whatever parts come up, they are all welcome. I said, I have a timekeeper part and my timekeeper part says, nope, we need to be done at five. And she went with it, she rolled with it and we were able to get done at five. And it was amazing, just like the freedom that I had to speak from my authentic identity because it wasn't the timekeeper that said that said no it was 
it was me. It was my true identity that said, actually, I have this timekeeper part. And this timekeeper part is saying we need to be done on time. So I was speaking from a place of kindness and compassion. I wasn't being rude. And I was honoring this part that was saying, we need to get going. So I think that this is a really good place to end since I'm talking about time. And I want to make sure that I keep these episodes under 20 minutes. I know your time is valuable. Your time is precious. And um, I know that it's time to get back to those babies. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you over in the Facebook group. Hope to see your emails trickle in on my insider email list. And I'll see you again in two weeks. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with another sober mom who may be looking for solutions to mental health and sobriety? Also, please leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts so other sober moms just like you can find the show. I'm super excited to know this podcast is helping you. Tune in to new episodes every other Tuesday. I'll see you back here on your next Target Run. Until next time. We are stronger than we think we are. So fight and show your strength. Learning grace from our God. Learning grace from our God. Learning grace from our God. Oh. Learning grace from our God.